The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bavakama daf Kufyud Beis, and we are six lines from the bottom of daf Kufyud Aleph Omid Beis. But before we begin today's daf, just wanted to be mashlam, one thing that we mentioned yesterday. So yesterday we spoke about Gershon Eskayer Kikotan Shanoi Odom. He had it come into our sugya. So we mentioned the Chsam Soifer in his Chidusha Malashas, Avodah Zorah, Dav Samech Kimel Amid Beis, where the Chsam Soifer says, Yogati Harbe Valoi Matsasi. He toiled very much to try to find a source in the Torah to what Chazal assumed for a Dover Pashat, a Gershon Eskayer Kikotan Shanoi Odom. And the one Eitzah that the Chsam Soifer had was the parish of Gezel Ager. The Torah says if somebody steals from a Ger, he's Chayi Vashan Gezelois, the Ger dies, he has no Yarshim, so you have to give the Karen and the Chaymish to the Kayharim. The Gemara is before, it's possible that the Ger wouldn't have Yarshim. Now, it's not possible for a Yid to not have Yarshim, but a Ger to not have Yarshim is a possibility. What's the reason? Must be, because when he's Megayer, he loses his contact, he loses his connection with all his relatives, all his Kravim, and it's for that reason that you see, and that's where Chazal saw, Gershen is Kayer, You mentioned the Meshech Achma, Remeir Simcha, who said that perhaps the Makar is a Pasuk in Parshas Vazchanon, Shuvu Lochem Lechem. We mentioned the Remez of the Balaturim, where the Balaturim is Medayek, Loisata, Mishpat, Ger Yosem, Meshurah said Ger Vyosem. Ger Yosem, because every Ger is a Yosem. He loses the connection that he had with his father. We mentioned the Teis Vesyantif, Perikei, Perikei Ovis, and the Mishnah Ben Arbam, Lubina, that all of Klai Yisrael turned 40 years old at the last year that they were in the Midbar because they were Megayer B'Shas Matan Torah, Gerish and Eskayer Kikot and and that's why Chazal learned Ben Arbam Lubina from the fact that the Yidah were finally Oymed Al-Das Koinam, year 40 in the Midbar, it's because they all turned 40 at that very point. But in fleeting, we mentioned a Chiddush from Rabbi Kiveger, which we said wasn't so Negea, because we're not really learning the sugya of Gershon Esgayer, and it's on Parshish Chayasara, it's not Parshish Chayasara either. But I think it's worth mentioning Rabbi Kiveger. It's short, it's to the point, and I think it's worth mentioning. And that is, the Pasuk says, Vayu Chayasara, so we're all familiar with Rashi. Why didn't it just say that Sarah lived 127 years old? She lived 100 years, plus 20 years, plus 7 years. But what we're maybe not all familiar with is the next Rashi. Rashi says Rashi, Sarah was a tzaddikis all 127 years of her life. Says Rabbi Eger, it could be the Hemshuch. Well, the reason the Torah concluded this Pasuk, Shnei Chai that Kul and Shavon is because the Pasuk is Bavarni Nakasha, that Rabin Nakasha, that many people were bothered with. That is, Avram Avinu lived 175 years. Sarah only lived 127 years. And the question is, why wasn't Sarah Zoycha to the same Marichas Yomim that her husband Avram Avinu was? Every year that the Avas Akhtoshim lived must have been Bidiktok. There must have been a Cheshbin. So why did Avram get to live 175 and Sarah only get to live 127? Says, Chazal said that Avram was 48 years old when he was Makris, but we mentioned yesterday the Gemara Nadarim says Avram was 3. The Rambam in the beginning of Hilchas, you say the Atara says the Rambam that Avram Avinu was 40, that argues, but there are many Chazals that say that Avram Avinu was 48 years old, Ben Memchaz Shana, Kishahikar is That's how old he was. Gershen is Skyer, Kikotan Shanoiladon. So it comes out that really Avram Avinu's life as a Yid began when he was 48 years old. From 48 to 175 is 127 years. So it comes out that although physically Avram Avinu was on planet Earth for 175 years, but when Avram Avinu really started 
started living, when he was Makir as Bairai, it was 127 years. Oy, bazoy, is they a good. Sara Imenu lived 127 years. And Sara Imenu was Shnei Kulon Shavin Latoiva. If she was Kulon Shavin Latoiva, that means that from the day that she was born, she was already a Bechina of a Gersh and a Skyer to Kanshan You can't take Sora's life and divide it into two groups. Koydemachet, Laacharachet. Sora was Kulon Shavin Latoiva. So it comes that all 127 years of Sora's life actually count. If that's the case, Sora and Avram actually lived the same 127 years. That's the Hemshach. Vayu Chayishano. Sarah may have shown of Esrim, shown of Esheva Shanim. Sarah lived 127 years. You're going to ask me, Akasha, why did Sarah live only 127 years? Why didn't she live like Avram? Teretzish, Nechai Sarah. The only years that count are the years where they were tzaddikim or tzidkonias, respectively. For Avram, it was from when he turned 48 years. Sarah, who was Kulon Shavim Latoiva, it begins from when she was born. If you count the days of Sarah from when she was born until she passed away, it's 127 years. If you count the days of Avram from when he was Megayer, when he was Makiras Boiroy, until he was Nifter, it's the same 127 years. Ezra Kiveger, that's the Hemshuch, why the Torah concluded this Pasik with Kulon Shavala Taiva. Either way, a rather intense staff. We began the last parak. The tenth parak in parak Bal Masechtas Bavakama parak Agoizel Michael. So the first halacha in the Mishnah was Agoizel. If somebody steals, or Michael is of, and he takes food that he stole, he gives it to his children to eat, or oi he or he just left it in front of them. He wasn't Michael to them; he left it there. The halacha is Ptur Milasham. The children are not going to be responsible to return this Doverhan. The result being that they themselves were not the Gazlons. And yesterday's daf, I'm not going to chazer over the whole Amud, but we saw two sheets. This Amayram that were of importance. Number one, Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda said, If Ruvain steals a chayfetz and then Shimon comes, takes the chayfetz from Ruvain, the Gazlin, and he himself eats it. So the halach is the Nigzal can go to either Ruvain or Shimon. It's only true if the Nigzal wasn't Miyayish. My time, look, Kamadol and Bailam, because as long as the Nigzal is not Miyayish, Beshusa de Marikai, on some level it's considered to still be in his Rishos. If that's the case, not only is Ruvain a Gazlin, not only is there a Tvias Mamin on Ruvain who actually stole the Chayfits, but you could also go to Shimon who took the Chayfits from Ruvain. The Gemara asked the Kashan, Rav Chiz, the Hadith. The Mishnah says, If Gezel So why could the Nigzal not be Goiva from the Banim? So the Gemara said very simply, Rav Chizda only said as Allah, where it was Gezel Veloy Nisiyashua Bailam. Rav Chizda could always say that our Mishnah is talking about where there was Yish. If there was Yish, the Halacha was never said. The Halacha was only said when there's no Yish. But Avada, if there's Yish at that point, the Nigzal doesn't have a schus to take it from the person who ate it after he himself was miyash. So the first important shita samayura that you have to bear in mind for today's daf is Rav Chizda. Gezel v'loy nisyash u'abaylim u'ba'acha v'achla mimenu ratzam mizeh goiva ratzam mizeh goiva. The second important shita samayura that we need for today's daf was Rami Bar Chama. Rami Bar Chama proved his opinion from our Mishnah. We'll see more about that in today's daf. But what was the shita? That's what we need now for the introduction. And that is Rishus Yoyresh ki Rishus In other words, Rami Ram weren't sure how you view a Yoyresh. 
Somebody yarshens a chayfetz. Do you look at that chayfetz as if it transferred rishos? So Reuven was a goslin. Reuven died, and Reuven's children now yarshen that chayfetz. Do we look at the children, klapi Reuven, as a lekeach, klapi amoicher? We view it as a shini rishos? Or no, being that the children are coming, mikoyach, their father, brokara davua, we find such svaras and shas. So we don't look at it necessarily as a shini rishos. Rami bar was of the opinion, that Rishus Yoyresh, Kirishus Lekechdami, Rava argued, Rava said, Rishus Yoyresh, Lav Kirishus Lekechdami, as we saw in yesterday's daf, it chapt and afgimina had to understand Pashib Shad in our Mishnah. Either way, we concluded yesterday's daf with a Brysa, Brysa that Rav Ushia said. The Brysa said, If somebody steals and he gives his children to eat, that was the Allah of our Mishnah, what if he left it over for them? So our Mishnah said, but we're going to see. Now in this Brysa and in the first half of today's daf, that not everybody agrees with that. There's going to be a lot of different opinions amongst the Tanoim what the Allah in fact is. When somebody steals, he dies. The chayfetz is be'en. No one ate it. He ni'ach lefneim. Whether the children are obligated to return this chayfetz or they're not obligated. So what did the Brysa say? He ni'ach lefneim. It depends. Gzela kayemes. If the gzela is kayemes, chayov, then they're obligated. Ain't gzela kayemes. If the gzela is not around anymore, at that point, they're going to be pot. At first glance, what should be the difference between whether the gzela is kayemes or the gzela is not kayemes? When the gzela is kayemes, is a chi of the heish of the The nigzal has a schos for this chayfetz itself. So then you could argue that even though the bonim are not the gazlonim, but I have a schos to take this chayfetz, there's a chi of hashovas hagzela on this very chayfetz. So even though the gazlon's not alive, it doesn't matter, still you'll be able to take it. In a gzela kayemes, there's no chi of hashovas hagzela anymore. The chi of on this chayfetz, there is no chayfetz, doesn't exist. What is there? A chiyuv damen. There's a more general obligation that the gazlin has to make the nigzal whole for the damage that was incurred. Al his gzela. Being that the gazlin's not alive, it's only the children. So there's mocking to say a chiluk between gzela kayemes or ain't gzela kayemes. But either way, that's the b'raisa. The Mishnah didn't get involved in that. The Mishnah said, he niach lefneim, pturim Sounds like you're always potter. The b'raisa is saying it depends. Is the gzela kayemes or is the gzela not kayemes? If it's kayemes, then it's not p'tur milashalim. Then chayov milashalim. It's only if ain't gzela kayemes that p'tur milashalim. Zok to gemara. Amamar ain't gzela kayemes p'turin. The price is said if the gzela is not kayem, the children are going to be pot. Name it. You have it. You have the Rav Chizda. Frek the gemara. Is that not a kasha on Rav Chizda? Which Rav Chizda? The Rav Chizda we just spoke out that gezel v'lenis Yashua b'alum v'achav achlim imenu rotzem izegoyva rotzem izegoyva. And that halacha Rav Chizda was said. Even when the chayfetz is not around anymore, What was Rav Chizda's lashon? It was eaten. It's not kayemes, and still the halacha is So why can't you take it from the children? That's essentially the same exact kasha that the Gemara asked on the top of the Amid on the first halacha of the Mishnah. And the Gemara is going to give the same exact terrors. Rav Chizda only said as halacha the fact that you have a b'raisa that says that the children are p'tur melushalim, that's no different than the fact that we had a mishnah that said is It's the same exact halacha. It's not a steer to what I said, said Rav Chizda, because I'm talking about where there was no yish, and this is going when there is yish. However, we have to speak something out. It comes out then, back of the envelope arithmetic. If Rav Chizda is learning the b'raisa, that it's going, dafka, la'achar yish, 
that means that the second part of the Brisa is also going La'achayosh. Now, the second part of the Brisa said that if the Gzela is Kayemes, it's really the first part of the Brisa, if the Gzela is Kayemes, Chayovim L'shalom. Rav Chizda just said the Brisa is talking about L'fnei La'achayosh. That means if the Gzela is Kayem, the children are obligated to return the chayfets, even if there was already a yish. What's the kasha? The kasha is that even though there is a shita in Shas, and this is the halacha in Shulchan Aruch, it's the opinion of most Amiram and Perak Merubah, that yish is not koino, but yish v'shinu rishos is koino. So if yish and shinu rishos is koino, why is the halacha? That if gzeil or kayemes, chayovin l'shalem, you're going to tell me, because the chayfets is banned, there's a chayv ashav as That's true. That is a chiv ha-shavah sa'gzeilo. But Rav Chizda was mukhach to learn that the Bryce is talking about la'achah yish. Because if it was l'fnei yish, then even if e'na gzeilo kayemes, ta'lacha would be rotsa mizegoi v'rotsa mizegoi v'elamai, it's going la'achah yish. If it's going la'achah yish, why is it that if the gzeilo is kayemes, chayav al-shalim? It should be yish v'shinu rishos 101. And ta'lacha should be, they should be potter. Because even if the father was alive, even if the gazel was alive, if there was a yish v'shinu rishos, a yish v'shinu maisa, there are always ways where it's possible that you don't have a Anymore. So the Yershin should be the Shinu Rishos, and we should say they should be. You know what the Teretz is? Rav Chizna must be of the opinion that Rishos Yerish is Lav Kirshos Loikeach Dami. So that when it goes from the father to the Yershin, it's not considered a Shinu Rishos. If it's not considered a Shinu Rishos, so there's a regular Chiv It's for that reason that Gzeil Kayemes Chayav Lashan. In other words, it's going to come out then that Rav Chizda argues with Rami Bar Chama. Rami Bar Chama said Rishos Yerish Kirshos Loikeach Dami. That is Shittas Rami Bar Chama. Rava argued, we have a raya from Rav Chizda that he holds like Rava, he, not hold, he does not hold like Rami Bar Chama. Omar Mar, the Gemara continues, Gzeilo Kayemes, the first halach in the Brayse was, if the Gzeilo is Kayemes, Chayovim L'Shal, Trey to Gemara, this Cheshman that we just made, name it, Yavit Yufta, the Rami Bar Chama, isn't it a Kasha on Rami Bar Chama? Because Rami Bar Chama holds, Rishos Yerish, it's Kirishos Lekech Domi. See, even if the Gzeilo is Kayemes, it should be Yiyosh Veshinu Rishos, let the children be zoich in it. So, gzela kayemis and gzela kayemis is really the same thing. What's the chilik between gzela kayemis and gzela kayemis? Is there a chiv ashava zagzela or is there no chiv ashava zagzela? Gzela kayemis is a chiv ashava. And gzela kayemis is no chiv ashava. But to the extent Rishos Yerush is Kushos Lekech Dami and the price is going la'acha yirush, so there's Yerush Peshinu Rishos. See, even when it's kayemis, there's no chiv ashava. So why is that Allah Chayav and Lashalim? What's Rami Bachama going to say? Kitanya he lifnei yirush. Who said the price is talking about la'acha yirush? Maybe the price is talking about lifnei yirush. Oh, it's talking about lifnei yirush. So there's no yirush for Shinarishos, there's Shinarishos. Shinarishos itself is nothing. You need years for Shinarishos. Why did we say that the price is going to be Miyashiv Rav Chizda? Rami Bar Chama has no choice in order to defend his position. He has to say that the Mishnah. The Bryce is going, if that's the case, that when the Bryce says, it's also going, again, back of the envelope arithmetic, it's going to then come out that Rami Bachama doesn't hold like Rav Chizda. In other words, and this is worth thinking about a little bit, but in other words, what comes out, that we started off the daf with two opinions of the Amirah, which at first glance seem to have nothing to do with each other. Rav Chizda Zalach of Gezavel and Nisiyashu Abaylim, Hu Ba'achav Ha'ochlem Imenu Ratzim Izegoi V'Ratzim Izegoi V'Ratzim Izegoi V'Ratzim That Rishus Yorish Kirishus Lekech Domi, what comes out in the Cheshvin of this Brisa is that Rav Chizda and Rabbi Bar Chama, although based on the Ivra Taich of what they're saying, 
are not talking to each other. One has nothing to do with the other. But in Cheshben it comes out, it's actually Machlokes. Rav Chizda cannot hold the Rami Bachoma, and Rami Bachoma cannot hold the Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda has no choice but to be making the Bray Salach If he held like Rami Bachoma, that Rishus Yerush is Rishus like Kehdami, that when the Gzelos Kayemes, it'd be Yish for Shin Rishus. So why is the Halach Chayavim Lahachzer? Must be he doesn't hold like Rami Bachoma, and Rami Bachoma had no choice but to learn that the Bray is going Lifnei Yish. If it's going Lifnei Yish, why is it that if the Gzelos not Kayemes? To bottom up to a milashalim. Rav Chizda said that if there was no Yish, Ratzim Yizegov, Ratzim Ratzim Yizegov. The Territ says he doesn't hold like Rav Chizda. So we have then a Machlokes Rav Chizda and Rabbi Barcham in two important points. Rabbi Barcham, although he never addressed Rav Chizda's halacha, has no choice but to argue with Rav Chizda. And Rav Chizda, despite the fact that he never mentioned Rabbi Barcham's halacha, has no choice but to argue with Rabbi Barcham. Again, it's worth thinking about. Either way, Zokhti Gemara Vaiter. Abad 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 Masih Lohad Rami Barcham Maho. So Rami Barcham said, Halacha, there was just Yerush, there was just like Hechtami. Rav argued with Rami Barcham and we just made this Cheshben, the Gemara did, where it's Mavur that Rav Chizda also argues with Rami Barcham. Again, what's the Shiloh? Is a Yerush like a Lekeach? There's a Shin Rishos when the Chayfetz goes from the Gazan to the Yerush, or he's not viewed as a Lekeach. Says the Gemara, in the Ribis, a father was a Ribis, and he died. So he has Mois Ribis, even though the Yerushim know that the money is Ribis, in Chayav and So usually you have to give back Ribis. But being that they're the Yerushim, that not Mechuyiv to give the Ribis. Amr Rabbi Barcham, Rabbi Barcham said, Zoy say Maris, which is Yerush, because she's like, you know, Pshad in this Bryce, it must be, Pshad in this Bryce, it must be that it's talking about where the Nigzal, the Loiva, was Miyayish. Now that the Ribis went from the Rishos of the father to the Rishos of his children, there's a Yerush Veshina Rishos. Yerush Veshina Rishos. The children are koiner the moist. There's no chiyav hashava. All there is is a chiyav domin. That's this halacha. The banim are not obligated for this chiyav domin. But it's only true, says Rabbi Barchama, if when the chayfets and nigzal goes from the father to the yarshim, it's kishos lekeach domin. So Rabbi Barchama said, from this halacha, I can prove that rishus yerush is kishos lekeach. Rava lishitasai. Rava, man, no, maybe the chavishus yerush not kishos lekeach domin. Rava, who argued with Rabbi Barchama. In the previous Gemara, he argues that Rami Barchama here as well. Rishos Yeri says, really not Rishos like Echdami. Ay, what's Pshad in this halacha? Vishani Yochad, I'm like, it's based on a posse. Al tikach mi ita neshech v'tarbis. Ahadolei ki heichad anachi ba'adach. The Torah says, give back the ribbis. Says the Gemara, l'didei to the Malva himself, k'mazalei rechmon. The Torah warned and said, give back the ribbis. L'breilei mazalei rechmon. But the Torah never warned the son. In other words, we have the same machloik as Rami Barchama and Rava, appear in two different braises. Number one, we had it with regards to our Mishnah. That was yesterday's laugh. And now we have it again with regards to this halacha in Ribbis. says the Gemara, So if you look at the Bach, Bach is grapples with the gears in this Gemara a little bit. But what the Gemara is saying, the punchline of the Gemara is clear. And that is that to the extent that the Machloikis Rami Barchama and Rava was said regarding Hagoizel Michael Lusbanov, they'd be mocking to say that Rami Barchama was only able to prove his halacha from Hagoizel Michael Lusbanov, but he would have agreed that you can't prove anything from Ribis because in the Sugi of Ribis is a very good response to what Rami Barchama said. Rava said it's a Pasuk. So it could be Rabbi Barcham agrees. I can't say Zoysay Meris. I can't prove my halacha from a parsha where there's a Pasuk in the Torah that seems to suggest a beer in this 
halacha. If, however, the right version is that Rami Bachama proved it from the Sugi in Rivis, then Kolshken, you'd have a raya from Agoizel Omeichel. Because Madach Rami Bachama was so convinced of his halacha, which is just like Keach Dami, that even though Rava had a very persuasive argument that don't prove from here it's just Yerush Kirishos like Keach Dami, this is based on a Pasuk. So if he wasn't Nispal from the Pasuk, he's certainly not going to be Nispal from any kind of that Rava had on Nachkofiot Aleph on the base in terms of how to learn our Mishnah. So again, if Rami Bachama's raya was from Agoizel Omeichel, it's not Muchach, he would have proved his halacha from Ezel Neshech. If Rami Bachama proved his halacha from Ezel Neshech, he certainly would have proved it from Agoizel Amaycha. But either way, whatever Rami Bachama's source was, the halacha doesn't change. Rami Bachama's shita is, Derishus Yorish is Kirishus and as we saw based on the Gemara's Cheshben, Rav Chizda both argue and they both hold that Rishus Yorish is Lav Kirishus Lekeachtami. I saw one really nice Ha'ara, a festa Ha'ara, not Tereshmo. We spoke at when we were learning Perak Merubah, the Ktsai says, What's the Pshat in Yish Veshinu Rishus? So Shinu Maiso, we know what the Pshat is. In Kein Shagazal Yachser, if it's not Kein Shagazal, if it's not the same Chefetz, there's no Chiv Ashava, there's no Chiv Ashava, but mainly you could be kind of alumnus from Rabbachan and Rabbachan Briska. So those are things that we spoke out, we were learning Perak Merubah. What about Yish Veshinu Rishus? What's this story? Yish is not Kaina. But yes, the Shinu Rishos, now already it's good. Says the Ktsois, the Lashayne Azov, so poshit and so gishmak that the Gemara on Daf Samach Vavam and Aleph, when the Gemara danced, should Yish be Kaina or should Yish not be Kaina? What was the Tzad that Yish should be Kaina? Midi Dehava Moitzei Aveda. Every Moitzei Aveda, Perik Elu Metzias, is predicated on the halacha of Yish. So somebody loses an object, if he's meyayish and somebody else finds it, that person can pick it up. Meaning, everyone agrees that there's a concept of Yish. So if Yish works in Perik Elu why shouldn't it learn in Perik Merubah? Why shouldn't it work in Perik Agoizolaitzim? Perik Agoizolamaychol. You see, Yish is kind of... What was it sad that it shouldn't work? Because... Hosom over there, Be'etera Asaliyadeh. Hacha, Be'gzela, Be'isura Asaliyadeh. That's the precise. It's only Be'isura Asaliyadeh for the Gaza. The one that stole it, for that person, it's Be'isura Asaliyadeh. He took it, then the owner was Miyayish. But if the owner is Miyayish, and after the Yish, the Gazlan takes it, he gives it to somebody else. For the somebody else, it's already Beteros Liyade. Because he got a Lacha Yish. Oh, Yish, when it's Beteros Liyade, Avada works. That you can learn that from Mitzavedo. The whole Nidin and Amirab, where the Yish should be Koino, shouldn't be Koino by Gnev of Exelo, is only because it's Bisuros Liyade. And a Yish is Bisuros Liyade. It's not. A perfect tushtel to Aveda. So you can say that even though in Elam Matthias you find the concept of Yish Kain, it's not necessarily a raya that Yish is going to be kind of by Gneva Vagzeh. But if you would have a case of Gneva where it's Bete Rosaliyade, then it's Mamash Moitzi Aveda. If it's Moitzi Aveda, Aveda, Yish is kind of, it's even kind of a deraisa. There's no Shiloh that Yish is going to be kind of. Says the Ktsois. Every Yish, the Shinu Rishos, is a Yish by Gneva where it's Bete Rosaliyade. Because the person that got it, the Shini Rishos, the one who received it from the Goslin, to the extent that he got it after Yish, Yish, and then afterwards, Shini Rishos, so clapping him, it's a bad terror, it's no different than Maitse Aved, it's for that reason that you're going to be kind of. So I saw that terror move, he stalls a nice cash. We're learning a whole sugi over here, where the Gemara is dining, if a father steals a chafetz, 
And then he dies, the chafetz goes over to his yarshim. So if Rishus Yerush is Kirishus like Keach Dami, then it's a Shina Rishus. If Rishus Yerush is Lav Kirishus like Keach Dami, then it's not a Shina Rishus. Frank, there, according to the Ktsois, there's no magic in Shina Rishus. The whole svar of Shina Rishus is that it's Betera Asaliyadeh. So at the end of the day, the yarshim, were they the Gazlanim? Of course they weren't the Gazlanim. How did they get it? get it? They got it through the medium of Yerusha. So we could die and love this, how you look at Yerusha. But at the end of the day, it's Behetero Asaliyadeh. So if it's Behetero Asaliyadeh, according to the Ketzais, it should be Pashit, that it should be deemed a Yish Vashin Rishos, they should be cut. In other words, the way the Ketzais learned Yish Vashin Rishos, there's no magic in Shin Rishos. We don't have to sit down and start becoming London and asking ourselves, is it yes, Shina Rishos, it's not Shina Rishos, Rishos Yairish, Rishos Lekech. The Shina Rishos is not the point. The point is, is it Be'etera Asaliyadeh or is it Be'ezura Asaliyadeh? Shina Rishos is a problem. It's a Hechatimsa to create a scenario where you have Be'etera Asaliyadeh despite the fact that there was Gnev of Ixela. If I could have Be'etera Asaliyadeh on that Shina Rishos, then weiter the halacha would be that Yish would be kaina. So frek da'ateresh mul. According to the ktsayis, it's all about ba'teros liyade lechure. Even if in lumdis Yerusha is not viewed as a shina rishos, but how could you tell me that the yarshim got a pisura? They definitely got a betera. They got a la'achar yish. So then getting a la'achar yish should be no different than a moitzah veda. That's his aara. So why did the gemara assume for a dava pasuk that if a shus yirish is lavkir shus like kechdom, you wouldn't have the halacha of yish v'shina rishos? If somebody steals and he's Michael as Bonab let's say he wasn't Michael it to them, he just left it for them. It, if they're adults, if they're children, Let's say these G'daylim, they weren't just G'daylim, they were Balikishan. So they go over to the Nigzal and they say, one second, you want us to pay this debt that my father left over, this Gezela? How do I know that my father didn't make some sort of arrangement with you? I have no idea. I don't know yet. I don't know no. But I'm not just going to pay you. Bring me a raya. So the halach is pturim. It's a good taina. It's a taina's shema. That's what you call a taina like that in the sugis of Tayyim Vinitan. You can't just get off the hook with a taina shema. I'm a rabbi, you're right. That's not what the b'raisa meant. If they come not with a tiny shem, but rather they come with a tiny bari, they say, we know for a fact that our father made a cheshman with you, and he paid every last nickel he was supposed to pay. The is going to be, if he left it over for his children and then the children ate it, in other words, he wasn't Michael Ezbanov, they ate it themselves. Ben Gedolim, Ben Ketanim Chayov. Whether the children were Gedolim, whether they were Ketanim, they're going to be Chayev. Ketanim, Freak, the Gemara, be Machayevi. How could you be Machayev Ketanim for eating this Chayevitz by themselves? And the Gemara asks a great Kasha. They should be no worse than regular Mazikina. What's the Halacha? Cherishay to the Katan, Pekiyasam Ra. If they're Chayvul in you, if they're Mazik, they're always going to be Potter. So how could you tell me that if the father was a Goslin, he left over a Gzela, the father died. The cotton came and he ate it by himself. The father never gave it to him to eat. The cotton's going to be chayv. The cotton's not chayv if he walks into his neighbor's backyard and breaks his window. So how in the world could he be chayv for this? The Bryce means where it wasn't eaten. A father borrowed a para and then he died. This para was just given over, be Yerusha. The children, Yerusha, the father's estate, 
there's a para, the Apotropos comes and he tells the children, oh, you see that para? It wasn't really your father's. Your father had borrowed it. Being that the father had a right, he had a schos, he had kinyone shoymer or shoyel, he had something in this chayfet, he had rights to use it, that right goes over by Yerusha to the children, children have a right to use it as well. Mesa, what happens if the para dies? We know a shoyel is chayven Are the children now going to be chayven No. Ain chayven The father would have been chayven The children not. There's a discussion in the Rishonim. Is it dafka unsin that they're not chayven? What about kinev vaveda or something else? Either way, because from shalaviyami, what if the children had no idea that it wasn't their father's? They thought it was their father's. They found out afterwards that it had really been borrowed. And then they shechted and they ate it. They don't have to pay the full value of the chayfets, but rather they come up with a cheshbin, and what they end up paying is two-thirds the value of the bus. And this is based on an idea that we spoke about earlier in the Masechta. I think we actually quoted this Gemara earlier in the Masechta, that if somebody has hana from his friend's chayfets by mistake, thinking that it's really his, so he's not obligated to pay 100%. He doesn't have to reimburse him completely. But at the very least, you have to pay the value of the Hanah that you had. In this case, Rashi brings, Chazal Meshire, that it's going to be two-thirds of its real value. So they're not viewed as full-fledged mazikin. They were really shoigi karv lo'inis, but being that they did have Hanah, you'd at the very least have to find out what the wholesale price is for this meat, let's say, that they were nana from, and at the very least reimburse it. You don't have to give them this premium. You don't have to pay full retail value. But something to allow the nigzal to be whole for the Hanah that you had, that at the very least you're going to be obligated to pay. If the father left over Karka, which is Achrayis Nechosin, Chayov and So again, the Brysa said two halachas. It's really Ravas halach. Rav, it's not a price. Number one, a father borrowed a para, and the father died. So the halacha is, the children are allowed to use it. However, caveat number one, mesa en chayuvim bonds. If something happens to this para, the children are not obligated to do anything. Halacha number two, if they go ahead thinking that it belongs to their father, they shecht it and they eat it, you have to pay dmei basa bezel. And then the Brisa concluded that if the father left over, says the Gemara, that last line, is it going back on the first chiv that's mentioned, that Rava mentioned, or is it going back on the second chiv that Rava mentioned? The first chiv was, or the first ptor, was mesa in chayav The second halacha was, kesfurim shalaviyami, vachu vachlu, mishalmad dmei basa bezel. Ikid masal ha-reisha, ikid masal ha Says the Gemara, the one that said it on the Reisha, meaning that even though Rava said, but the father left over Karka, then the children are going to be obligated to pay, even if an Oinis happened. Certainly they'd be Mechaivu in the Seif. What happened in the Seif? They themselves are the ones that shechted it. If that's the case, it's going to come out not like Rav Papa. Who's Rapapa? We'll see in a moment. Man, the master of the Sefer, the one that had it on the Sefer, Lavar Arisha, Loi, Davka on the Sefer, where they did something. But in the Risha, where they didn't do anything, there was an onus that happened, Machmas, the She'ela, that their father was the one that got involved in. Dalochi is, maybe there they wouldn't be chayv, even if the father left over Achrayis Nechosim, behind the Rapapa. And if that's the case, it would be consistent with what Rapapa said. Who's Rapapa? Dom Rapapa, somebody steals a parah, and he shechts the parah on Shabbos chayv. He's chayv for being shoichit b'Shabbos. He's chayv for netilas neshama, for one of the lamites, melochis. I, why, I'm sorry, chayv dal 
Why is he chayiv adalav? Why don't we say that? Being that he's chayiv for chilul Shabbos, come with the rabbi mina. He can't be chayiv moment. Shek vachayiv geneva. Come in shiur the years of Shabbos because the chayiv geneva, which ultimately is chayiv adalav as well. There's a real moment of gemara. Is chal mishas the geneva. The chayiv miso is mishas the tviicha. The two things didn't happen at the same time. Thus, there's no halacha of come with the rabbi mina. Shek vachayiv geneva. Come in shiur the years of Shabbos. How is the parah shulu? Are you talking Shabbos? What if the parah wasn't stolen, but rather it was borrowed, and he went ahead and he shechted on Shabbos? Then the loch is potter. Why potter? She is the Shabbos. The is the Geneva. Because in this case, the is the Shabbos and the is the Geneva came together. They came at the same time. Who said this halacha? Rapapa said this halacha. So what's coming out for Rapapa is the Geval de Gazach. That a shoyel that ultimately damages the chayfets that he borrowed. When is the chiyuv momin chal? At the time that he damaged it. Why is that a chiddush? Because there would have been mockum to say that it could be the moment the shoyel contractually agrees to this she'ela, he's automatically chay. That chay of Einstein is chal b'shas she'ela. It's really a, a perikashoyal sugya. It's chal b'shas she'ela. It's not chal first b'shas mazik. It's something that's going to be chal even earlier. That's what you certainly could have thought. Rapapa said not that way. Rapapa said as it relates to the Allah is of kam lebed rabbi meaning the chay of is chal b'shas tetficha. So says the Gemara like, Rava said that if a father died, he left over a part of she'ula. So the children are not obligated in any oinus that may happen to it. That's not their problem, it's their father's problem. If, however, the father left over Achayis Nechassim, now they are. Says the Gemara, Zeyu Gishmak. If Rapapa is right, that the chi of oinsim of every shayl is not chal at the time of the shayla, but it's not chal until the shasa hezik. So who cares that the father left over Achayis Nechassim? The fact that the father left over Achayis Nechassim would impact a chi that the father had. So the father had a responsibility, now he died, but if he left over Achayis Nechassim, children are obligated to go fulfill the responsibility that the father had. But to the extent that the chi wasn't chal b'shas the father was alive, then it's irrelevant. If you don't hold like Rapapa, then you could say that really the chi of is chal b'shas the if the chiv is chal b'shas te'she'elo. Ordinarily, the children are not obligated to pay their father's chiv, but if there's a chayis nechassim, there is. So depending on whether that last caveat, is not going to reisha, is told if you hold like Rapapa, or if you don't hold like Rapapa. Why does it say Asher Gazal? So in the beginning of Perak, in the Gemara learned from this passage, from these words, Asher Gazal, but here we have a different drasha. Says the Gemara, Yachse Kein Shagazal. You only return it if it's Kein Shagazal. We can, I'm roof, I'm here, the Chachamim learned, Hagazal Machlas Banov, Petur Milashal. If somebody steals and then he gives it to his children to eat, so it's not Ba'ilam anymore, it's not Kein Shagazal, children are going to be put. But if he left it for them, it wasn't destroyed, it wasn't consumed, Bang Gedolim, Bang Tanah Chayav, and always going to be Chayav. In other words, from the Kein Shagazal, we learned that if the Chayvitz is Be'end, there's a Chayav Ashava. If the chayvitz is not ben, then there's no chayvashav. Now Rashi points out that even though the pasuk ain't shagazal say anything about yarshim, but it's pasuk that the chilik between ben and not ben is only yarshim. Because if the gazlan's alive, you don't become potter from all chiyuve hashava because the chayvitz is not ben. The chiyuv changes. It changes from being a chiyuv hashava as to a chiyuv hashava as But there is a vada going to be a chiyuv. 
if we want a darshan, a halacha, that could be, there's no chiv at all. When the chivit is not be'en, it must be talking about where the father died, and there's yarshim, either way. So we had this idea in today's daf, that it could be there's a chilik between the chivit being be'en and not being be'en, as it relates to the chiv ha'shava. This b'risa says it's based on a pasik. In shagaza yachser, if the chivit is be'en, there's a chiv ha'shava. We don't mean the gazlan, because the gazlan avadagavist has a chiv ha'shava, even if the chivit is not be'en. What we mean, obviously, is the yarshim. Misham sumchas amru, sumchas argues in this b'risa. He said, gedoylim chayavim. Kitanim peturin. It depends. Gedolim are going to be chayev. Only children that are kitanim, where it was ifniel chayev, are going to be pot. So that's the Gemara. Bar Chamud, Rabbi Yirmiya, Tarak, Goli, Be'apid, Rabbi Yirmiya. So Rabbi Yirmiya's shver died. Rabbi Yirmiya claimed that he owned his shver's house. He was machzik in his shver's house. He wanted to take it. Rabbi Yirmiya had a son who was Rabbi Yirmiya Shver had a son who was Rabbi Yirmiya Shvagar, and he was living in this house all the years. He didn't want to let Rabbi Yirmiya enter the house. So, Torak, Goli Ba'abit Rabbi Yirmiya, he locked Rabbi Yirmiya out of the house. Also, So, Rabbi Yirmiya went to Rabbi He told Rabbi I'm trying to get my house. Apparently, Rabbi Yirmiya even had a Cheskas Gimel Shonim of Cheskas Abatim fame, so he could prove with Adim that the house really belonged to him. But he said, My is not letting me in the house. So he said, Shalotavaya, said, The Yishvaga has a shtickle point. He was living in this house, it was his father's house, as far as, as far as we know. You can't just go away and take his, you can't go now that the father's not alive and take the house from him. I'm not just I'm recklessly trying to take somebody's house away. I have Aiden, Cheskas Gimel Shonim, so I have a right to take it. So he told him, I hear, Here's the problem. Your Cheskas Gimel Shonim is Kenegid Revirmia. Revirmia is Yishver. is not alive anymore. The Shver son, he's a Katan. He's not even a Baldin. You can only be Makabal Eidos, even Finyone Chesha Mishbat, Bifne the Baldin. There's no Baldin. I can't accept the Eidos. So if you had a star, you wouldn't have to be Makabal Eidos. But being that you don't have a star, all you have is Cheskas Gimel Shanim. Even though you have Adam, there's nothing that I can do. Amalei, so he told him, Veloi, Vaktani ben Gdolim ben Ktanim Chayofim. That's how it comes into our Sugyur. And Agoizel, Michael v'Niach Lefneim. You have this idea that if the father's a Gazlan, he leaves over something that he stole, even if he left over Banim Ktanim. The Nigzal could be Teveya, the Banim and Bezdin, and they could take the Chayvitz away. I want to make the same argument. It's a Chayshem Mishpat court case. You can't hear the case, Shalei Bifnei the Baldin. The Ketanim are not Balidin, so there's no way to hear the case. So if Yirmiya said that just like you'll take the Gzela away from the Nigzal, so if I have Aiden that this is mine, so it should be no different. You should take it away from him, because he's essentially in my house, because I'm the one that has Aiden. Amalese, told him, it's true the Chachamim hold that way, but Sumchas said in the Braisa, only Banim Gedolim could you take it away from. Yitaka can't take it away from Banim Gedolim. Amas Rabbi Yirmiya said, the whole world is ganging up on me, they're all going to now suddenly paskin, like mitam all the halachas, like Sumchas, and that Fakert, you can't go away from the Ketanim, a bee that I shouldn't be able to keep my house. So the Gemara says, Adahachi, as they're Going through this case and you know the appeals process, Milsa, the This case made it to the desk of Rabavo. Omar Rabavo said, Did you not hear what Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Yisrael? And he goes to his neighbor's friend, and he said, So you have a Tinoik, maybe he Yarshin Avodim, goes to his neighbor's field, and he starts working nine to five as if it's his. 
somebody, the owner of the field, the real owner of the field, comes and says, Shalihu, it's mine. So, said, don't say, wait till this boy's bar mitzvah, so that he's a real baldin, so we can go to court, and we can hear the, yet. you get rid of him, you take him and his avodim, you remove them from the field, and then we'll figure out what the story is. But either way, so Rabbi said, it's a mafurisha. Memra, it's a psakalacha for Rabbi Ishiya, that we don't wait until he's older. So here too, we shouldn't wait until he's older. But the Gemara says, you know why Rav Abin didn't want to pass in that way? Because he held me dummy. It's very different, the two cases. Over there, the child went into a field that, as far as we know, had nothing to do with the child. There was no chazaka that it was once his. Somebody claimed that it was really his. So you can't say just because he's a child, we're just going to sit around, let him do his thing, and worry about it in five years from now. No, we'll remove him, and in five years from now, we're going to worry about it. But over here, the story was very different. Over here, the child was being machzik in a bias that, as far as we know, really belonged to the child's father. Rabbi Yirmiya now is coming, and he wants to be mafkia that chazaka. How's he being mafkia that chazaka? By bringing Eden, cheskas, gimoshanim, that it's really his. But being that the child is coming, machmas a chazaka, over there, the Allah is going to be different. Amr Avashi, Amr Avshib Soi, Mekablin Eden, Shaloi Bifnei Baldin. You're allowed to accept Eden, in Yoni Chosh Mishpat, even if the other Baldin, the counterparty, is not present. Toiba Rabbi Yechanan, was very astounded by that. So the Gemara says, Kiblim, Rabbi had a Kabbalah that were of Ashi meant when he said over in the name of Rabbi Shibzai that Mekabalin Edim Shleibel he didn't mean a regular case. If the other Baldin was a Chayla, I ate of Chaylim, or the Edim of Chaylim, I show you Edim of Akshalalak Medina Sayyam, the Edim wanted to go to Medina Sayyam. The Shalchulai, they called the Baldin that they're waiting for, but like, boy, it didn't come. So the Edim don't have to change their travel plans and wait around. Because they want to say Eidos, in such extreme cases, Bezdin will be Makabal Eid the Shleib of Nebaldin. But ordinarily, they want Om Rabbi Damashu, Makabal Eid the Shleib of Nebaldin. It's only true if they started the entire. So Bezdin started, now the Baldin is not around. So then you can be Makabal Eidos, Shleib of Nebaldin. It's Let's say they didn't even start. In the beginning of the court case, if they didn't start the court case, the Baldin has a right to say, I know the best and I go to La Zona. That's a right that he has. I could say, I don't want my case to be heard by some lower level court. I want to take it to the Supreme Court. I want to go to the Bezan Hagadol Shabir Yerushalayim. That's something that he very much has a right to do. So you can't be Messiah of going to Bezan. If you're Messiah of going to Bezan, they'll be Makabo Shalev if Baldin. Unless you're arguing something reasonable, which is, I want this to go to the Bezan Agadol, the Sanhedrin sat there. So then already the Allah is going to be different. But the Gemara says, if a person has this card that he can play, I want to go to the Bezan Agadol, then what difference does it make if they started judging him, they didn't start judging him, the Baldin What's the difference? Either way, you should be able to use this. Taina, The case was where Bezdin Hagadol knew about this case, and they actually told one of the lower courts, you, I want you to hear this case. So if they started the case already, then the Baldin can't say that, no, I anyways want to go to the Bezdan Agadol. If they didn't start it, even though the Bezdan Agadol already sent this memo to this lower court saying, go for it, doesn't matter, I could still argue that I wanted to go to the Bezdan Agadol. Amar Rav, Mekai ben Ashtar You can be Mekai ben Ashtar. You can't. I'm explain to you what the Makar Rabbi Yechonon is that Amakaimenes Ashtar Shleibif Nei Baldin. Amakra. It's learned that from a pasuk. 
When they used to judge a shar to determine shartam shamud, there was a law the balashar had to be there. So you see, the baldin has to be present during his court case. Amarava hilchasa mekaimenes ashtar shloib bifnei baldin. You can be mekaimenes ashtar shloib bifnei baldin. Better. Even if the baldin is there and he's saying that don't accept these edim, they're liars. Better. I'll prove to you they're liars. Give me a few minutes. Let me go call my Aiden to prove that they're liars. It doesn't matter. We keep him a kaimit anyways. Let's say he says that. Give me some time so I can go bring Aiden to prove that the star is Mazuyev. We give him the time that he needs. He also, if he comes and delivers at that date, we wait another Bahab, Monday, Thursday, Monday. If he still didn't come, we write a shtar nidu. We put him in cheir. How does the cheir play out? It plays out over a 90-day period. Talsin, come by the first 30 days. We don't go into his nechassim to force him to pay. Again, what we have here is, is a malvav and a loiva. The loiva is saying that the shtar is mezuyev. Prove it. Give me some time, I'll prove it. I have Aiden that will prove it. We give him 90, we gave him time. The time came, he still didn't prove it. Now he's already in cheir. But we still are working with him. We're going to give him another 90 days. The first 30 days, we cut him some slack because we say, He probably wants to pay this chayv. He's trying to borrow money, so he's running around trying to put money together. 30 days later, by 30 days, he should have put the money together. Still, Maybe he couldn't borrow money. He's trying to sell off his possessions to raise the money. The last 30 days, we still don't. Maybe he found someone that wants to buy it. That person, Gufa, is not liquid, so he's trying to free up the money. The bottom line is, we give him 90 days. If after 90 days, meaning he didn't come when he was supposed to come, we waited another Bahab, another Monday, Thursday, Monday. We waited another 90 days. Now he's a cherim already. He still didn't come. Now we're going to play some hardball. Now we hand over a power of attorney. Bezdin sends the chevra in and they start taking away his possessions to pay up this loan. But this is only when the person was at the very least working with Bezdin. He told him, I'm going to come and he missed the date. If he said right away, then we go right to the punchline. Day one, we already go into his nechasim. Hani mila b'milva, and that's also only by a milva. Abba b'tekadim, we don't give you so much time. La'alter, tell us, we'll stop here.